anyway, just doing a quick podcast. This is a Bible talk walk. So you got to read the Bible, talk about it as you're going along, as you're reading it, talk about it with somebody. Um, walk it out, because if you're not walking it out, well, then you're not really applying
variables. So that's a ton of math right there. I mean, you gotta pray at that point because it leaves you to at a point where you're like, man, this is hard. Uh, so you pray, and I don't, I don't know. Maybe some people just pray for to reduce the stress along the way, but and uh, to help them, you know, the mental health.
probably helped his dad. His dad is probably a carpenter, uh, Joseph. And I'm thinking his dad was stressed out from working really hard and traveling. And he probably, you know, he probably only lived, you know, until he's like, you know, if Jesus was 30, you know, he probably had him when he was. Mary was, <laughs> yeah, he, he had Mary as his wife, so I mean, it, it would probably be weird, even back then, if you were in 90-something and you had, like, a Mary who was, like, 40, you know, 14, I think it said, so, I'm thinking at the latest, Joseph was, like, 15, I, I mean, I don't know, there's probably traditions that talk about that, which would be interesting to look into, um, but, um, Anyway, Jesus was a carpenter. There's a lot of mathematics in carpentry. I highly encourage everyone to look into that a little bit. Um, you know, do your own stuff. excluding people, you know, true communion, and, um, yeah, and, uh, obviously this, uh, Bible, uh, that we read, and, uh, as we talk about it, it's, it, it has a huge aspect, uh, that related to communion, um, and community in Christ, not a antichrist, uh, community, because that would be something that's not sustainable and something that is passing away. 
So, God bless. All right, continuing on with What is the Restoration Movement by Dr. Fisher, elder of West Lansing Church of Christ. And this is Bible Talk Walk. So I'm going to talk about it, walk it out. Praise the Lord. So I'm just continuing just with the intro. I was, uh, somebody was coming in, so I had to stop. But, uh, talking about the Great Lakes Christian College, and um, it has also blessed um, church members, uh, the Church of Christ Christian Churches, it's also blessed church members from several congregations in Michigan with uh, reminders uh, of these beginnings. So, from the beginnings of the Restoration uh, Remembrance, Restoration Week at Great Lakes Christian College. So, in the early 1800s, men such as Thomas and Alexander Campbell, Barton Stone, <clears throat> Walter Scott, and John Smith grew weary of sectarian squabbles and denominational divisions and started and stated, let's just go back to the New Testament and see what, the, what Jesus intended for the church he established. That plea has been strong at times and not so strong at other times. We are living in a time when it needs to be revived. Your writer proposes to do some of that in a monthly column to appear in our Sunday church bulletin. He has the backing of the other elders and the two preachers. Today marks our first effort. Our first presentation comes from the pen of a retired gospel preacher named Brian Guise, presently living in Kewanee, Illinois. Read carefully what he has to say. The intention of the Restoration Movement was not to start another demonstration, but to restore the church, build upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. Ephesians 2, 19c-20. These were locally autonomous congregations, overseen by a plurality of elders, Acts 14.23, Titus 1.5, our restoration forefathers sought to restore the ordinances of Christian baptism in the Lord's Supper to their original meaning and place. Acts 2.38, 42, 27, 22.16, Matthew 26.26-29, 1 Corinthians 11, 23-29. They recognize that Christ alone is the head over all things to be church and has delegated this authority to no man or group of men. Ephesians 1, 22-23. Their plea was the unity of all believers by making the Bible our only rule of faith and practice. 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, that the world may be one to Christ, John 17, 20 through 21. Our calling as a restoration people comes with a 
corresponding summons to keep the restoration movement moving. Let us not backslide into pre-restoration error. As Philippians 3.16 says, Let us hold true to what we have already attained, the Restoration Herald, November 2019. Page 3. So Ron Fisher is the elder and said, P.S. We refer you to our Christian Education Center and the track. Why Churches of Christ? Christian are non, not a non, not a denomination. Donald A. Nash, author. All right, so getting into this. Actually, quite a few here. It says, what is the Restoration Movement? Part 2. The Bible and the Bible only, rightly divided, accurately explained, is our all-sufficient rule for faith and practice. This assertion was the benchmark by which Restoration pioneers measured their Christian convictions and actions two centuries ago in the United States. What prompted them to stand upon this preposition? There was several motivations. We list a few of them here. Many of them grew up in denominations whose doctrinal traditions created barriers between their members. In some extremes, extreme cases, a number of them were disfellowshipped for not believing anti-scriptural teachings. They had general discussions about Christianity with neighbors and homes, schools, churches, and stores. They saw the superiority of Bible teaching over men's creeds. They attended numerous debates where they observed debaters appealing to Bible truths, besting those defending human creeds. Was it trust these restoration forerunners had in the Bible reliably, reliability justified? Uh, let's study some claims that the Bible makes for itself. It declares that God's word is settled in heaven. Psalms 119.39 God the Father rules from heaven where command central of the universe is located. Faithful Old Testament prophets as holy men of God spoke his, his will under the Holy Spirit's direction and not from their own ideas. 2 Peter 1, 20-21 All scripture writings came by inspiration from God and not by human reasoning. 2 Timothy 3, 17 Number 4 Jesus said emphatically that God's word is truth. John seventeen seventeen. Does Jesus' three-year preparation of his apostles on earth match these claims above or does it contradict them? Let's see for ourselves. In his actual Lord's Prayer, John 17, Jesus expresses these affirmations. Number one, the Father has delegated to him all authority in spiritual matters over all mankind. 17.2 Number two, the Father has given him words to share with the apostles. 17.8 Number three, he has honored that commitment and pass these words on to the apostles 17 8 through 14 number four 
He cares deeply for those who believe on him through the apostle's word. 1720. Number five, it is for these particular believers that he petitions the Father to bring unity. 1720 through 21. Even today, scores of people misunderstand the nature of the restoration plea. It was not and is not an appeal for all Protestant denominations to come together in unity. The plea continues to call personal believers within denominations and sects to come out from them and to join the fellowship of other believers who want to be part of Jesus on denominational church. That is the only church found in the New Testament scripture. Our Lord's church is not seen through the lens of men's creeds and traditions. Many evangelicals today maintain that they are not denominational, i.e. they encourage believers to join whatever denomination they prefer. The New Testament Christianity, on the other hand, sees the church through the lens of no denomination at all. For restoration, people, the measuring rod for the church and for all other matters, Christian is this declaration. Where the Bible speaks, we speak. Where the Bible is silent, we are silent. Ron Fisher, Elder. Amen. So what is the restoration movement? Part 3. Last month's study focused upon the restoration precept, no book but the Bible. Today we highlight another valuable precept, no creed but Christ. A creed is a summary of beliefs that a Christian fellowship holds in common. Two of the notable man-devised creeds are the Nicene Creed, 4th century, In the Apostles' Creed, 7th century, Restoration forerunners saw the danger of human creeds because they often contain doctrines um, concocted by men, and they often drove wedges between people who could not accept them in good conscience. Instead, they appealed to the Christian world. Let us center our beliefs on the Bible's teachings, teaching about Jesus Christ, who he is, and what he has done and is doing. In quote, those who follow the Bible's information need not fear that they are submitting to men's ideas of, out of harmony with the Scripture's clear instructions. Bible guidance opens up a vast amount of declarations about the Lord's Christ and of his spectacular life on earth. Jesus bases beginning on earth is credited to his being begotten in Mary's womb by the Holy Spirit so that he was born as the God-man without a human father. Matthew one twenty, Luke one thirty four thirty five. His development from a young child was until his 30th birthday is described by Luke as the balance progress progress of mental, physical, spiritual, and social capabilities, 252, Luke 252. 
Luke does record one significant event from the 30-year span when Jesus was 12 years of age. After observing the Passover event at Jerusalem with his parents, he intentionally staying behind without, without stays behind without letting them know so that he could spend time with Rabbis, Rabbis in the temple. After three days of frantic searching, they found him in the temple listening and asking questions. Upon finding him, Mary sternly asked, Why have you treated us this way? Luke 2, 48. He responded bluntly, Why is it that you were looking for me? 249. Luke 249. No apology, no shame, no embarrassment. These seem to be the actions of rebel son. They almost rise to the level of insolence. Later, Luke remarks that Jesus went to Nazareth with Mary and Joseph and continued in subjection to his parents. 251. Seemingly, his act of defiance was taken to demonstrate his close spiritual relationship with his heavenly father. Obviously, the Bible introduces Jesus to us as no ordinary person. He defines conventional conventional perceptions that he is just a good man or a good teacher. Ron Fisher, Elder. What is the Restoration Movement Part 4? The two maxims... No book with a Bible and no creed but Christ. Fortify each other and stand together as eternal truths. God the Father declares, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him, Matthew seventeen five, Of the Old Testament oracle, Jesus states, The scriptures cannot be broken. John ten thirty five. Our previous study in last month's bulletin traced some astounding aspects in the first 30 years of Jesus' life on earth. Stand by for further. Uh, What is the Restoration Movement? Part 4.